Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder? I do. Did you ever wonder why the sun always rises, but the stars never fall? Why dry land is never satisfied by water? And why fire never says enough? Enough. Today on Bible Wonders, I want to wonder about today being Monday, Thursday, that if you were going to have your last supper tonight, in other words, you knew that this would be your last meal, that you'd be able to share, who would you have at your table? I mean, take a minute and think about that. Like, say you had a maximum of 12 people and you knew you were going to share this meal, who would you want at the table with you, and I'm going to guess, like many of us, that you would want your family there. And we talked about family a little bit on the episode this week, talking about family and banquet and how they come together on the whole idea of consuming. But I don't know if you ever thought about this, but Jesus was celebrating the Passover when they had the Last Supper. Today, Jewish families celebrate Passover, what they call Pesach, together. And that's usually done in families. As a matter of fact, if you go back to Exodus 12, where it's described exactly how you're supposed to have this dinner, the Passover dinner, you'll see that it's each individual family. They didn't have a great big huge festival. No, they had it where each house, they had the the blood of their lamb, and then they celebrated that Passover as families. And so that Thursday night before Good Friday, Jesus had this supper with his family, what he would consider his family, certainly the 12. So he got to pick, as we were talking about at the beginning of this episode, who would you pick to celebrate the Last Supper? So it's no coincidence at all that there is a lamb involved (laughs) at this Last Supper, and there was a lamb involved that night. But guess who was dinner? Guess who was being represented by the dinner itself? It literally was Jesus, and he explained that as he began um, to break the bread and give thanks for it. You might remember he said to eat this and do this in remembrance of me, that this bread was his body. And so he literally was the supper. And if you are familiar with what all goes into the Passover Seder, it's always unleavened bread. And there's this word called afikomen that they literally save the best for last. It's their dessert, and they will wrap this one piece of matzah like Jesus was wrapped in the tomb and go hide it, and the children go find it. And so it's a beautiful thing to think about the Passover and what happened that last night as Jesus was having his last meal. And if you could have the people around the table, who would that be? And it would most naturally be your family. And so the word Passover itself, I think, is absolutely beautiful. And when you think about what happened that night in Egypt, that literally the angel of death would pass over each of these houses as a result of the blood being on the doorposts and the blood from the lamb that they had all consumed that night in their house for dinner. And you may know that in order to roast these lambs, they had to be roasted, and they would be roasted over wood. And so, yes, they were sacrificed, but there were also wood involved in order to roast these lambs before they ate them. And, of course, there would be wood involved with the paschal lamb that takes away the sin of the world, right? And that blood, as we know, 
from that night, Jesus said, I'm going to establish a new covenant with you. If this blood, right, do this in remembrance of me, and you, so you're going to proclaim the Lord's death until he comes by drinking this blood of the new covenant. And again, Jesus was celebrating Passover with his disciples on that particular Thursday night of Pesach, which would bring them all into freedom. And then as they crossed the Red Sea, they would be baptized, so to speak, and prepared to go into the promised land. Well, the church enjoyed that Passover that night with Jesus. They ate the unleavened bread by all means when Jesus broke that bread, and they drank his blood by all means when he offered the cup. And it wouldn't be long that at the Feast of Weeks, what we call Pentecost, they would be baptized in the Holy Spirit and the church would come into the promised land. The word Passover in Hebrew, you may have heard it called Pesach. And it's simply a pay, which is the face of God, a samic, which we talked about last week, is a marriage. It's a wedding ring itself. And then a het, which again is, is, is sort of a picture of marriage. It's a male energy coming down, a female energy coming back up, and a hoopah over the top of it to reflect God's glory coming down, God's glory being reflected back up by us as his image bearers, right, in a marriage. So the Passover was literally God supporting his children so that Jesus would be able to come. Think about it. If that night the angel of death had not avoided the, the tribe of Judah's house, Jesus' great-grandparents would have been there or Elijah's great-grandparents, or Isaiah's great-grandparents. In other words, God, knowing what was coming, supported his family that night and continues to support us because here we are, part of God's family to this day, with the ability to celebrate this Easter, God's bringing us all into freedom at the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Do you have a